Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Digs and Distance. Also, Happy New Year to everybody. This is our first podcast of 2023, and it's also Rivalry Week, uh, as Minnesota border battle with Green Bay. Um, always exciting times. I got Colton Moss with me, um, so we're going to do our preview of the Viking Packer game a little bit do a special pregame podcast as we've done before. Um, and then as long as Maverick cooperates, I'm hoping to do a postgame podcast later as well. So anyway, um, hope you enjoy the show as always, and we'll get into our pick segment. All right, so last week the games we did were Detroit at Carolina. Detroit was favored by two and a half. Carolina won 37 to 23. Everybody except for Scott took Detroit to cover. Scott won with Carolina for double the points and the upsets. So Scott got two points in that one. Nobody else got one. Then we had the Giants at the Vikings. Minnesota was favored by four. Minnesota won 27 to 24 in typical Viking fashion. Uh, Noah went with Minnesota to cover. Colton went with the Giants for double. Ethan went with the Giants to cover. Myself and Scott took Minnesota to cover. So actually, I just caught a mistake I made. So um, since the Giants covered the four points, Ethan actually gets one more point. So he actually has two now. All right. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, then we got uh, Philadelphia at Dallas. Dallas was favored by four and a half. Dallas won 40 to 34. Noah went with Dallas to cover. Scott went with Dallas to cover. Everybody else went with Philadelphia for double. So Scott and Noah got that one. Then we had Cincinnati at New England. Cincinnati was favored by three. Cincinnati won 22 to 18. Noah, well, actually all of us took Cincinnati to cover. So we all got a point there. Then we had Green Bay at Miami. Miami was favored by three and a half. Green Bay won 26-20. And Noah, Colton, and myself all took Green Bay for double. Scott took Green Bay to cover. And Ethan took Miami to cover. So all of us except Ethan got at least one point on that one. Most of us got two. Now with Ethan's updated score, since I had tallied one wrong earlier, um, the new updated points are Colton with 38, Scott with 43, myself with 44, Ethan with 45, and Noah still leads with 49. And that gets into this week's games. We are doing Chicago at Detroit. Detroit's favored by six. Detroit won 41 to 10. That one's a final already. Noah... Ethan and Scott all took Chicago to cover. I know I took Detroit to cover. And Colton had gone with Chicago for double in the upset. So I'm the only one who got a point for that one. All right. Then we get into, we're doing the early games first, and then, of course, Colton and I will pick our Packer-Viking game live and all that. Um, then we did Jackson at 
We did Jacksonville at Houston. Jacksonville was favored by three. And Jacksonville won 31-3. to And in that game... Everybody took Jacksonville to cover, so everybody got a point for that one. And then we also did uh, Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City was favored by 12 and a half. And... Noah took Denver to cover. Ethan took Denver to cover. Scott went with Denver for double. Colton went with Kansas City to cover. And I went with Denver to cover as well. So all of us... All of us uh, got a point for that one except for Colton... Um, well, technically there's, yeah, so Kansas City won 27-24. So Denver did indeed cover the spread. All right, and then that gets us to the exciting ones, the later games, starting with border battle. So we have... Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by three points. And so far we have uh, Noah went with Green Bay to cover. Scott went with Green Bay to cover. Ethan took Minnesota for double. And we'll get into Colton's pick. I'm going to let Eliza go on this one. Okay, never mind. Your host will go first. Um, yeah, should be a good game. Usually is with Green Bay. You know, both teams usually show up for rivalry week, um, border battle. Um, we did take care of business week one. I know that was a long time ago, and it was in Minnesota. Um, but I think we could beat them again. I also like, for our sake, that Jair Alexander said some stuff. I wouldn't have advised saying about how week one was a fluke. Uh, when talking about Jefferson's dominant performance week one. And Jefferson's one of those guys who still holds a grudge about not being the first receiver taken. So the last thing you need to do is give motivation to a guy like that. Anyway, I think it'll be a very good game. I think it'll be another typical Viking game. I think it'll be a one-score game, probably another field goal game. But I think Minnesota can do it. Uh, we won last week on Greg Joseph's longest field goal of his career, 61 yards it was, so that was pretty awesome. Um, and it's nice in Lambeau. It's not frigid cold or anything. I think uh, I think we match up well. I will say, though, I am happy Green Bay's healthy because you never want to see anybody injured. So I'm glad Watson's playing. And who was the other one, Colton? Keyshawn Johnson, kicker turner. And Johnson. Or uh, Keyshawn Nixon. Or Nixon, sorry. Yeah, I'm always glad uh, to play a team full strength because, you know, people try not to make excuses, but at the same time, people do sometimes about, oh, we had this guy out. So you like to uh, beat a team when they're full strength. 
Um, and obviously it's yet to be seen if we will beat him or not. But I think between Jefferson and Kirk Cousins having a really good year, um, he's throwing more picks this year, but he's about to more than likely today will pass his uh, his record with the Vikings for yards in a season since he's been here. Um, he's probably going to pass that. Also, the last month, he's completing 70% of his passes, even though he's throwing the ball a ton lately. Um, so he's he's throwing more picks this year, but he's also being a leader, taking more shots downfield, and is playing really good football, not to mention how good he's been in the clutch. So anyway, I expect a good game, but I expect us to get try to get cut going because uh, Green Bay doesn't have a great run defense. But then I expect them to use Delvin Cook to set up the pass, and that's when the play action with Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen to a degree, that's where Cousin shines his play action. So I expect them to get that set up, and hopefully it'll be a good game, but I'm going with Minnesota for double. Go ahead, Colton. Both teams are a fourth-quarter team. Both teams are good. Green Bay's better. I think Minnesota's going to get a little too hot-headed and probably come out and have a have a lead and probably hold Jair Alexander's words against him, which I don't think will matter because I think we will have a plan to stop J.J. Justin Jefferson. And our defense has done playing lights out so far. We have eight interceptions in the last four games or so. And that's compared to 12 interceptions through the the uh, 12 games or whatever it was before the bye. Um, I expect Green Bay to play very well. I expect to get Watson going. I would like to see him have a touchdown. He hasn't had a touchdown in a while. Um, we played good. We played very well last week. With our kicker Turner and Nixon, I uh, if I was Minnesota, I wouldn't kick it directly to him because he could take it all the way to the house. He almost did last week, and no team has uh, had an answer for good old Nixon back there. I expect Green Bay to win, and this one give me Green Bay to cover. Oh, and by the way, we control our own destiny there, guys. And I expect us to win, and I expect us to make it to the playoffs this year. And we'll be playing the Vikings in the first round, and that'll be another win for us. Well, you'd be playing us in the first round if you get in, which I still don't see happening. It's possible, but I don't see it happening. And if we don't get the number one seed, which is also still possible. Um, I know last week... Um, I will be curious to see, too, if Jalen Hurts is available next week or not, now that they know they need – well, I should say it depends how the Vikings do today. But if we win today, then they know they need a win to clinch the number one seed. Um, So that'll – if they know they're in a win to clinch, 
this number one seed. It'll be interesting to see if Hertz is available or not. Anyway, uh, then we got Buffalo at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, sorry, Buffalo is favored by one and a half on the road in Cincinnati. Scott went with Buffalo to cover. Noah went with Buffalo to cover. Ethan went with Cincinnati for double in the upset. You get to start us off this time, Colton. This one's hard. Both teams are playing very well, and I expect big things out of both teams. You said Buffalo is favored by one. One and a half, yep. Give me Cincinnati for double on this one. I think it'll be a close game. I don't think it's going to come down to last game. I don't think it's going to be like a Vikings game. Granted, I don't see the Vikings having a close game today. I think Green Bay is going to destroy them. Um, but, yeah, give me Cincinnati for double on this one because, like I said, both teams are good. You could take either team. And I wouldn't disagree with you in this one, but I'm sticking with Kate with um, Cincinnati in this one. Yeah, both know. teams are good. I agree with that. Um, mostly because they are home, though. Um, I mean, I know both teams play outdoors, so it shouldn't matter a lot. But uh, anyway, um, there's still always an advantage playing in front of your home crowd, of course. Uh, both teams are good, but... Cincinnati, I feel like, has been playing good football lately. And they are the home team. So mainly because they're the home team, I am also going to go with Cincinnati for double in this one. So that rounds out our picks for this week. You got anything else to add on the border battle, Colton, before we head up and watch it? Or should we save the rest for after the game? I got nothing. What I've already said, I am not wrong. I expect us to win. I expect that we're going to control our own destiny. I wouldn't be too shocked if we lost and we won next week and teams that we need to lose next week lost. And And thank you, Browns. Let's go. I I I see us winning today. I don't see us losing. There isn't anything to tell me that we're not gonna lose because we got Watson. Not gonna. Oh yeah. We got Watson, who's somewhat playing lights out, and we got Nixon, who is a damn good kicker, damn good kicker turner. And no team has uh, tried to stop them yet, and or not kick the ball away from them. So now, how it currently sits. So it, it 
Green Bay's fate, if if they beat us today, is literally going to come down to the Detroit game next week. If they beat us. Because now with the updated standings before we go watch the game, um, this is as of the games that are final today. With Washington losing, Detroit winning. It is Philly with the one seed. We already discussed that. Minnesota with the two seed. San Francisco with the three seed. Tampa Bay with the four seed. Does Tampa, win, Tampa Bay win today? I'll look that up in a minute. I was curious myself. Dallas with the five seed. Giants with the six seed. And, That's already happened. And currently Detroit with the seven seed. So, yes, that game next week could determine whether Detroit gets in or whether Green Bay gets in. Um, and then Seattle plays the Jets, and Seattle could still get in, too. So, um, oh, actually, how Seattle's behind Green Bay currently. So, I don't know if Seattle can get in anymore, actually, or not. Um, but anyway, it'll be a very fun week. Um or it should be a good game. Looking forward to it. And uh, next week, like I said, could be good too to possibly determine who gets the last seed, uh, depending how today plays out. But my understanding is if Green Bay got beat by us today and either Washington or Detroit won, it didn't need to be both. It needed to be one of the two. Then Green Bay officially would be eliminated. I guess we'll find – I mean, if Minnesota wins, we'll find out if that's true or if it was a misstatement because they'll update it, you know, after the game and we'll know if Green Bay is actually eliminated or not. But – and that's, again, only if they get beat by my Vikings. So, anyway, we're looking forward to the game with Colton. Um, like I said earlier, as long as everything goes as planned, we're going to do a post-game pod as well. However, rather than upload two different podcasts, I think we're just going to make it into one big podcast at this point with just multiple sections people can listen to. Uh, so we won't actually upload this till later on. But uh, when you do hear it, I hope you enjoy it. And Skull Vikings! All right, back with you for the post-game podcast with Colton Moss after the shellacking my Minnesota Vikings took from the Green Bay Packers. Um, it was ugly early and often, and Green Bay beat us 41-17 was the final score. Cousins had probably his worst, yeah, actually, in my opinion, the worst game of the year for himself. Um, it wasn't all on him. With that said, he did have a bad game. There's no denying it. But uh, he also had receivers dropping passes, which didn't help. There was guys slipping on the turf monster, as they call it, a lot today. Um, so just a lot of things that went wrong. Then even when it looked like you could get some momentum early on when Josh Metellus blocked his second punt of the year, you get the ball on their two or one to start and you can't even get in the end zone on three plays and kick a field goal. Um, it was just one thing after another after another. So hats off, though, to Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator for the Packers. He had a great game plan today. 
Um, there's been times the Packers defense hasn't looked very good this year, but um, between what they did today and then also Scott and I said earlier in the year um, that it was the best defense we had ever seen played against Tom Brady um, when they played Tampa Bay. So there's been a couple games where I've been really impressed with Joe Barry. Um, I'm curious to see what Colton says because I know he had talked a while ago about uh, – was that last – no, that was the one that, yeah, ended up not working. So I had to do my own podcast. But anyway, we had been talking about whether um, Colton thought Barry should uh, – or Colton brought it up whether Barry should get fired or not or, um, you know, if they should look at a different defensive coordinator. But today they were very impressive also. Jair, um, to his credit, he did, uh, you know – if you're going to talk like he did, you better back it up, but he did today. Jefferson had absolutely nothing going today. Um, like I said, Cousins was off, but they hardly threw the ball to Jefferson at all anyway. So um, it wasn't even that he was, uh, you know, Cousins was just missing an open guy or something. Green Bay just had his number, and like I said, I'm a guy to give credit where it's due, so... Um, it sucked as a Vikings fan. I'm bummed about it. At the same time, last time we got embarrassed in a similar game against Dallas, we answered back four days later and beat New England on Thanksgiving. And I think the Vikings have shown under O'Connell they have a short memory and they'll learn from it and they'll bounce back um, next week against Chicago, uh, in my opinion, and win going into the playoffs. Um now with us losing, San Francisco winning tonight in overtime. Uh, as of now, we'd be the three seed, not the two seed. Um, that could change, though, depending. Um, Philadelphia, you know, it'll be interesting to see if Hurts plays next week because now they're on a two-game skid. Um, so anyway, it'll be really interesting to see how it all plays out. If we do end up with the three seed, that wasn't what I had wanted. Obviously, I wanted home field as long as possible. With that said, I did say on the podcast a while ago, I thought the Giants offered the most favorable matchup, and we already beat them once. So, though I wouldn't want to be as low as the three seed at the same time, it would be, a, um, it would be all right to me uh, to have to, to have the matchup with the Giants is what I'm getting at. So it would be a nice little consolation or whatever you want to call it for not getting a top two seed, but you play, play the Giants, who granted I get if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best eventually. But, you know, you still hope for a certain matchup. So anyway, um, I'll let Colton do some talking on his Packers, but uh, – it was obviously an ugly game, but like I said, hats off to Green Bay and their coaches. They had absolutely the right game plan today. So I like Colton Todd. Skull. 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 That's all I got to say because where were the Vikings today? They're obviously sitting home watching the TV like they always do in the playoffs and like they're going to be doing in the first round when they lose because the Vikings – Really, honestly, have proven to me that they are this team, and if they have a, and if they made a team like Green Bay, well, 
Just goes to show, 41 against them, and 17, no. Well, y'all scored in garbage time, so that really doesn't matter, in my opinion, because y'all were down, and garbage time really doesn't count for anything. You guys' kickers sucked like heck. Mason Mason Crosby couldn't make those two field goals that he missed. Just saying, but... My team played very well. J.R. Alexander backed up his words, held, held Justin Jefferson to 15 yards, and what was it? One catch. One catch. That's about it. Yeah. Vikings really did not show up to play today, and my Packers did. I'm going to point this out to you, Elijah. Yes. Remember in Week 12, Packers were 4 and 8. They're yeah. going into a bye. Yeah. What have they done? 4-0 four, four is what they've done since they played the Eagles. 4-0. Yep. And, and Eagles have lost two games in a row. Doesn't matter if Jalen Hurts ain't out there or not. They lost two in a row. I still think if Vikings don't get the second seed, I still don't see them making it past the first round. I could see us beating um, the Eagles or San Francisco. That can happen, and... Probably will happen because Green Bay is playing very well and there's two quarterbacks you don't want to play in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I disagree with the Rodgers one. And Tom Brady is in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the next quarterback in. And they were mentioning that before we came down here that there's two quarterbacks you you don't want to play in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers... Tom Brady. I disagree on Rodgers. The reason I say that isn't because he's not a great quarterback, because he is. And if he plays to his capabilities, yes, you don't want to play him. But we all know, if you pay attention, Rodgers' playoff stats have actually not been that great in his career. So is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has won one playoff game for the Minnesota Vikings, Vikings fans. Are, are, are you keeping track of that, Vikings fans? Because here comes Elijah with his stats. And he, has, he always comes in with his stats. And half of the Vikings fans I talked to could care less about the stats. And what has he done for the Vikings? I mentioned this early in the season or probably before the season either on this podcast in the past, but I'm mentioning it again. He's won one playoff game for the Minnesota Vikings, and Minnesota Vikings signed him to an $84 million contract and upped it more. Well, you know what? This is what you get. You get a game like this. He has not made it to the NFC Championship game. And what? They signed him in 2018 after they made the NFC Championship game? Let me finish what I was saying. So, Kirk Cousins, yes, he hasn't been in as many playoff games as Rodgers. I get that. Not anywhere close. I'm not comparing but when to. But when he did win that game, helped us win that game against the Saints, he played a very good game and came through in the clutch. And Rodgers obviously has done that a few times. They won the Super Bowl the one year. But I'm saying overall... When he has been there, Rodgers does not have great playoff numbers. That's all I'm getting at. Because he doesn't have a team around him like he does right now. That's all that matters is team around you and what, what the defense does. And honestly, 
I'm not saying super bowl, but I think we can make a run. And I'm not wrong yet because they are still in the playoffs and I still think that they're going to beat the Lions next week. Elijah doesn't because I because he's a Vikings fan. and Vikings we, haven't, and we haven't done our pick segment yet. You don't know what I think will happen, for one. Second of all, second of all, I don't think – I'm not going to say no chance, obviously, because anything can happen and anybody can beat anybody. But if they play San Francisco or Philly first round, I think Green Bay doesn't have a whole lot of a chance to win because I think those are the two best teams in the NFC, if not the NFL currently. With the 49ers defense, granted, I know Vegas did some things on them today with the QB they weren't used to seeing. That happens sometimes. But with that defense and with Brock Purdy playing well, um, I think the 49ers are dangerous, and we know Philadelphia's been the number one seed all year for a reason. I think our defensive coordinator has proved himself last four games. He, our defense has done very well, but I'll say it again and I'll repeat myself. That doesn't matter to me. He, overall, <laughs> our defense is okay right now, but I'm telling you, I, if I was – I'm a Packers fan, and I'm saying this to all my Packers fans. Honestly, we need to, we need a new D coordinator because, in my opinion, I think we could have won the NLC North this year, and we should have, but that's neither here nor there. That doesn't matter now because I still think we'll make it in playoffs, but it's all I got on the Packers. I am going to mention one thing because we didn't we – didn't, talk about it, and I didn't bring it up. Um, this Derek Carr situation for you, Elijah, I think it's going to hurt you in the long run because you got Delonte Adams, and you got Derek Carr who's going to be leaving this year from all those things I'm hearing. And uh, Honestly, if I was you, I wouldn't be cheering for Tom Brady because, don't get me wrong, Tom Brady proved me wrong today and won doesn't matter, but overall this year, I think Tom Brady needs to reflect and think a moment, and I want to say retirement, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen, but it needs to, because you got nothing to prove next year. What do you got to prove? That you're better than what people thought on your last season? All quarterbacks don't have that one miraculous season like Peyton Manning and just can go out and walk out with a Super Bowl win. And I'm not saying Tom Brady can do that because he can, but I just don't think Tom Brady should go go and play for a different team. I just think he should hang it up because he has nothing else to prove. I mean, yeah, another ring would help him, but like I said, he has nothing to prove. Um, the Derek Carr thing, because um, as anybody who listens to this regularly uh, knows the Raiders are my second favorite team. Um, yeah, I'm at this point, I definitely think there's a good chance Carr is gone next year. Um, nothing's for sure until it happens. We know this. Um, but when you get benched for the last couple games and then... You walk away from and the then, team... Well, that was a mutual decision, so he wouldn't be a distraction. But when you hear stuff like that, it doesn't sound good. 
Um, so yeah, I think Carr will probably be gone. Um, what that does for Adams, that's yet to be seen. I think part of that depends who they bring in at QB. Um, also, if Josh McDaniels is still around. I He cost them some games this year. I hate to say it, but he did. And I, unlike Hackett, I don't think McDaniels will get fired right after or after his first year. With that said, I think he'll go into next year with a tight leash. And if it starts ugly, he could be gone partway into next year. Um, but I think they'll give him at least the start of one more year. But And they're not doing it the way the Broncos did. You do realize this next had... Uh, yeah, this next head coach is going to be reporting to the new ownership and not the GM. That's what I heard this week on an NFL, NFL radio on Sirius XM. They mentioned that this next head coach is going to be reporting to the GM and stuff like that. Or not the GM, the owner. And I don't know what's going on down there, but in my opinion, and I said this before and I'm sticking with it, I think Russ had more to do with that, more to do with Hackett's firing than what people think, because you're paying him that big of a money. You don't think you're going to be, you don't think he's going to have a little bit of say like Tom Brady or heck, even an Aaron Rodgers now. I think Russ had more to do with that situation down in Denver, and I don't think Hackett should have been fired. I think they should have just let go of uh, Russ, but you can't because... You're paying them, what, $200 million and you're going to have a lot of money for one season in dead cap for cap space. Yeah. I just don't like that move, but I don't think Josh McDaniels is going to get fired either. It'll be a tight leash next year. What'll be interesting? Me, 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 as a Packers fan, really wants Delonte Adams to come back and play for... Green Bay. I'm not saying that because we had bad wide receivers this year. Our wide receivers have played very well so far. I just think Rodgers misses his guy in Adams. I don't see Adams coming back, but I just keep that on the back burner just in case because you never know. You, ne- you never know. He might come crawling back and say, okay. I'll sign that big contract that you guys offered me or whatever you guys can offer me. Well, now. it would have to come via trade because of the yep. contract he signed. So if he is to move on from Vegas, he'd probably have to request a trade. And I don't know if he'll do that or not. I know him and Carr went to college together at Fresno State, and now they're playing together, so they're good friends. Um at the end of the day, depending how professional you are, you realize it's a business, and sometimes these decisions are made. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I am also curious if the Raiders do indeed move on from Carr, um, where he ends up going, and also, are they going to try Stidham as the starter next year? Are they going to draft a quarterback in the first round? Next year's quarterback class is very deep. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to see how it all plays out. But. There's a lot of good QBs coming out of college for this upcoming draft. A few of them I watched last night, they're damn good. If I was, if 
I was the Raiders and got rid of Carr, I'd go after that. Me, I would say Aaron Rodgers, but there's no team in the NFL that wants to take on Aaron Rodgers' contract. You can't deny greatness or the talent in the QB, but that the big contract that he signed with Green Bay is going to turn the team away if Rodgers wants to go go away from Green Bay. And if I was a Vikings fan, I'd be cheering for that because then you'd be like, oh, Green Bay's going to suck. I think Walt is very good if we get rid of Rodgers, but I don't see that happening. I don't. I could see us signing Walt to an extension. That's about it. It's about all I see for Love because I've seen enough out of Love. Love can sit on the court, <laughs> on the bench for all I care about. Also, for anybody listening, just a reminder to pay attention tomorrow. Well, if you want to know sooner than later, that is. Pay attention tomorrow to the schedule release um, because it was up in the air who was going to be playing when and what times. They have that flexibility for the last few weeks in the NFL so they can uh, schedule who they want based on playoff implications. So I think it's a triple header Saturday and or double header Saturday, triple header Sunday, something like that. Um, so anyway, just be paying attention to that, uh, checking your phones, etc., um, so that you can see uh, when your team is playing, whether it's Vikings, whether it's Packers, um, because you know the Vikings or Packers. But the Vikings have already played two Saturday games. They could end up having a third potentially. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the it's released. We'll know that sometime tomorrow. But um, anyway, congratulations again to the Packers on the win. Um, disappointed as a Vikings fan, but you can't win them all, and that's how it goes sometimes. And whether we do end up with the two seed and play Green Bay again. At home, by the way, where we played them well the first game. Or if we get the three seed and play the Giants. Um, or if we get the two seed and play Detroit. Whoever we end up playing, I'm looking forward to the playoffs in general. Not just for the Vikings, but in general. And uh, I think it'll be an exciting postseason. An exciting last week of the year. Uh, to see how all the seeding falls. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. Same here, because I'm looking forward to my Packers making it into the playoffs and potentially making a big run in in the playoffs and making some noise. Hint, hint, Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I Again, I know anything can happen, especially with when you have Rodgers' talent, but uh, he has lost plenty of playoff games, and uh, I think he will again this year, but... Um, and I think it'll be the first round, but even if it's not, I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl. But anyway, we'll see what happens, and like Colton and I both said, we're both looking forward to it. Yep. Now, if I was a Broncos fan, I'd be looking forward to getting Sean Payton as the next head coach because I think I think they, they got big money in the new ownership, and I think new ownership would want to make that kind of money or offer that kind of money to Sean Payton. And if I was Sean Payton, I would go into it and 
potentially win another Super Bowl. And, the, the, and, fa- the fascinating thing about Peyton possibly going to Denver or wherever he'd maybe end up, he already said that he'd want to have Vic Fangio as his defensive coordinator. Fangio's already been in Denver. He's well-known as a defensive coach. He's already know he'd already know the players they have a majority of them minus whoever you draft or sign as free agency, or as free agents I should say. So yeah, I mean if Peyton does go there and then he brings Fangio back, I mean that would be uh, that would be very interesting. And I if anybody would want to take on Russ and see if he can get him back to the quarterback you know he's capable of, I think Peyton would be one of the offensive minds who could, I mean, if anybody was going to succeed at it, I think he'd be one of them that I'd bet on to make it happen. Yeah, I I would agree with you, and I hope Scott listens to this because I think Scott was the one who said that that probably wouldn't be a good move, and I disagree with, with him, and I still disagree with him because – I think Sean Payton can change Russ and change that team around a bit and make some noise. And I knew, I kind of figured that they weren't going to make it into the playoffs this year, but I didn't think that they were going to be this bad this year to start out. I thought Hackett would kind of make a little bit of noise and still be the head coach, but... I'm kind of shocked on that, and I think Elijah asked me if I think Hackett could go to go back to Green Bay, and I I said I or actually it was Ethan this week when we went to the Bethany tournament for Maple River. Um, he asked me if Hackett could go back to Green Bay, and I said potentially. I could see it happening. I could. Just because he has a good relationship with Rodgers and not with War, and he was a dang good offensive-minded person that Matt could rely on for certain stuff. Now, would I like that move? I would because the way our offense played today and has for the past four weeks, I think Hackett could make it make our offense a lot better and we could be a better overall team than our record would show that this year or if we still had him alright well thanks as always for coming on Colton and for coming over um, was fun even though the game was, was a disaster but uh, it, was not, it was not a disaster I told you my team was going to win, and that happened. I don't know why I got to keep coming on here and saying that my team is going to win because, honestly, they're proving me right, man. I wish I wish someone wish someone sitting next to me would take me up on a bet. Like, come on. I'm sitting here waiting, waiting. My team is proving me right all the time and proving you wrong all the time you for the past four weeks. You haven't brought a bet to me, so I don't know what you're expecting. I'm just waiting for a bet, for someone to bet me that they're not going to make it to the playoffs. You're saying you're waiting for somebody else to make a bet to you, not that you're initiating it. Yes. 
All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, have a great new year. Hope you have some good resolutions you follow. And uh, yeah, not to cheer for the Vikings. Oh wait, I've I've haven't done that for what ten? No, not even ten. Maybe eight years now, something like that. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening, and thanks for col- coming on, Colton. And uh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Enjoy your week, everybody, and Skull Vikings. Uh, even though today stunk, hang in that, hang in there. It'll get better. No, and it won't. They'll turn it around just like they did against New England last time. They got embarrassed. So, um, anyway, take care and thanks for listening. Hold on. That was a good early birthday gift for the Packers, by the way. Thank you for having me, Elijah. You're welcome, Colton. Thank you. I think you didn't realize that one either.